It's power back time on the Gutsy Podcast. Each week we bring you five minutes of condensed inspiration to reclaim the courage and momentum you've given away. You've got big things to do, so let's get your power back. It is so easy to get wrapped up in the latest and the greatest. We are surrounded by ads. If we look at something on Google, inevitably it shows up in our social media feeds. Technology always has a new fancy gadget with some new improved something or other in front of us. And now more than ever, there are apps to simplify our life, to add to our life, to take things away from our life. Guys, we are surrounded by the opportunity to purchase. So then the question comes into play of when is it too much? When am I buying things for the sake of buying them? And are these things actually adding value to my life? Or am I purchasing them because it's convenient? This week on the Gutsy Podcast, we're going to break down the difference between purchasing stuff and experiences and knowing when it's okay to purchase things and when it's become a little bit too much. Now, I fall in the category of you know what, I really enjoy nice things, especially if they bring value or bring pleasure into my life. But I also really, really love and value a great experience. I want to start this conversation off by saying that you are not a bad person if you value nice things, if you purchase things to enhance your life, or just appreciate the finer things. You're also not a bad person if minimalization is your thing, and you would rather just travel the world all the time. Like almost every single topic that we talk about on the Gutsy Podcast, to each their own. And I want you to take away from this what resonates the highest with you. But I challenge you to see things from a different perspective. Because sometimes stuff, things, nice, quote unquote, nice things, can be perceived as, oh, that clearly means that you're materialistic. And in the same respect, if you're never home and you're traveling the world constantly, that could be perceived as you're distant. So everyone has their own way of doing things. And I just, I encourage you to not judge people by the things and places and purchases that they choose in their life, because most of the time it's what brings them joy. But sometimes there are some challenges as well. And we're, we're definitely going to dive into that. So first and foremost, I am all about a really great experience. And when I talk about investing in experiences, I'm talking about like being in the moment, going places, doing things and actually physically and mentally interacting with yourself and other people to gain memories. For instance, let's say you really just want to show your family how much you love and care about them. It could be easy to say, you know what, let me buy them some gifts. Or you could go on a family vacation. That's what I'm talking about buying experiences. Because stuff, physical, tangible things, honestly, only last so long. Yes, there are those amazing sentimental things that just go on through decades to decades, families to families. But their new favorite toy from their new favorite TV show that it's on a limited release and you have to buy 72 of them to get all the little characters and the little balls. Yeah, that shit's not going with them. It's going to end up either in the trash or it's going to end up in a yard sale or in the donate bag. What if instead of stuff and things on a more regular basis, we're considering having physical time together, 
And this could be, yes, a vacation where you're going for a week or two at a time and you're all going together. But it could also be something as simple as a day out or even a couple of hours going to the museum or the park, visiting a new town, trying a new restaurant. There's always a ton of seasonal things as well. Like right now we are in full-fledged fall season, which I feel like is the season of festivals. Amazing memories are made at pumpkin patches and hay bale rides, stuffing scarecrows and face painting and bobbing for apples. And there's just so many amazing things to do together. Experiences create memories. And memories are what our lives are built on. It's what you're working so hard for right now is to be able to have this time with your friends and your family. It's somewhat easy to buy stuff, right? Like two clicks of a button and Amazon can have something at our doorstep in two days. So if you're running behind on planning for an upcoming birthday or anniversary and shit, I haven't gone to the store yet. Let me just figure something out and throw it together real quick. Yeah, raising my hand over here, guilty as charged. It happens to the best of us. And those things serve a really great purpose. But what we want to be conscious of is not allowing that to become the go-to, the this is how we do things, the always running around in the last hour. Think about your spouse, for instance. In most cases, this is one of your greatest supporters, someone that you spend a lot of time with, someone that you've built a lifetime of memories with. What if the next time your anniversary rolls around, you get away for the weekend? There are so many distractions at home and you can have the greatest intentions, but between work and phones and kids and the house and projects and, oh, let me do this real quick or let me run that errand real quick. Love between spouses is one of the most important relationships for you to nurture. So invest in an experience with that person. Go away for the day, for a couple of hours, for the weekend if you can, and just really get back to the root of why you started all this to begin with. If you and your team have been busting ass for weeks or months at work, pause, celebrate with them. Maybe it's taking them out to the newest lunch spot in town or going putt-putt golfing or just taking some time to be together without the crunch and pressure of having to work. In humans in general, happiness increases when people spend time together doing something that they enjoy. And the beautiful thing is, while that is an investment with your money, it's something that's going to last a lifetime. Now, I want to switch over to actually purchasing stuff, things, tangible, physical things, because I think that there is some negative behavior associated with it, but I feel like there's also some healthy behavior as well. All right, let's start with the bad news. So there are four primary behaviors that I'd like to go over that's associated with I'm buying stuff for a negative reason. Sometimes this might be associated with a verbiage called retail therapy, for instance. And you know what, we're all entitled to those moments where, hey, you know what, it is what it is, and it's done. What we don't want to do, though, is get into a habit. So one of the very first signs of knowing that your shopping is associated with something negative is having the latest or greatest or the best to impress people. I am here to tell you that this is a never ending battle that will leave you feeling empty every single time. Because you know what? You're always going to be chasing whatever is coming out next. And not to mention the fact that both your heart and your wallet are going to be feeling empty. 
sometimes things, physical, tangible things are associated with, hey, if I have these things, then I'm doing well. And if I want to impress the people around me or fit in with them, I have to have those. The next thing to look out for is when you're purchasing things, are you purchasing them to prove your worth? For instance, do you feel like you have to have that designer clothing outfit to feel like you can get an appointment or a meeting with someone? Are you spending a shit ton of money going to the highest end salon in your town, whether you can afford it or not, simply because that's where all the other to-do people go and you feel like to prove yourself, you also have to go there? Are you driving a car that you cannot afford, but you know what? It keeps the status and it keeps people thinking and knowing that I'm successful. If you are purchasing anything on other people's behalf to get their approval, that's a sure fine sign to say, you know what, it's time to stop and really start evaluating the way that I am purchasing. And better yet, that's an opportunity for you to dig deeper and ask yourself, why am I looking for their validation to begin with? What am I lacking in my life that I need some assistance with? How else can I fulfill myself, my family, and my goals? Next, if you're bored or upset and you're buying things to make you feel better, I want you to stop, cut paint, and get out. Emotional purchasing is one of the most detrimental ways to spend your money so rapidly that you don't even know what happened. If you are awake at midnight and you are literally searching the internet for something to buy, you don't necessarily need anything, but you're thinking, you know what, I'll just feel better if I purchase something. I want you to pause every single time that that comes up. Now, if you're on at midnight because you can't sleep and you're like, you know what, this would be a good time to add my groceries to my cart because I might as well be productive, then that's a whole different thing. But literally, if you are searching for something to fill your life with, whether you actually need that product or not, this is another sign that you are trying to purchase something to fill another need. What's keeping you up in the first place? Where's your stress coming from? What's going on in your relationships? What conversations do you need to have? There's such a heightened response in our brains when we purchase something. It's like, it's like winning, right? For a couple of seconds, we get this burst of endorphins that say, oh my gosh, you've done it. I'm so happy. I'm excited. And then by the time you get home with it, or by the time that it comes in the mail, it's kind of old news. It may seem easier to deal with your thoughts and emotions through purchases. I know that dealing with stuff is hard. Facing things and people is hard. But living a lifetime with unresolved issues is way harder in the long run. I also want you to keep an eye out if you are buying things just for the sake of buying them. Just because you can does not mean that you should. We literally have just about every product on the planet available at our fingertips on a 24-hour clock. If it doesn't serve some type of purpose in your life and you're just buying it just because you got a good deal or you thought it was cool, you're going to end up with a giant yard sale one day or a giant bag of things to take to Goodwill for donations. And if you do end up selling this stuff, you're going to make a percentage of what you paid for it in the first place. Worse yet, you're going to end up with a house full of shit. Yeah, I'm just going to get really real right there. If you are purchasing things on impulse just for the hell of it, and you have closets and rooms 
and basements and storage bins and all kinds of rooms full of stuff. You are purchasing things to fill your life with something. But in return, you're way more overwhelmed. You're way more stressed out. You always have this tab running in the back of your head saying, hey, I should clean out that room. Hey, I should go through that bin. Hey, I should clean out the basement. Because you filled your life with all of this stuff. But now the very stuff that once gave you pleasure is now driving you insane. Things can have a really negative effect on our lives. Clutter causes anxiety. An overabundance of stuff can actually cause depression. And constant purchasing can really take a toll on your financial health, your personal health, and your relationship health. Now, since there's always two sides to every coin, like I mentioned in the earlier part of this episode, I can appreciate nice things. And I'm all about investing in things that help to make my life more efficient and a lot more simplistic. So I don't want you to beat yourself up if going out shopping or purchasing something or investing in your home or decorating or you have a hobby, if there's something that brings you a tremendous amount of joy and it doesn't have a negative effect on your life in some capacity, then there are definitely ways that purchasing things can be really healthy. For instance, if you are purchasing something that helps you to be more productive, for instance, maybe this is the latest iPhone, maybe it is the newest tablet or pad, maybe it is the newest gene cut, I don't know. If there are aspects to this purchase that are going to help you to be more efficient, to be more productive, to get things done faster and more simplistic and take stress off of your life, then by all means, purchase the damn gadget. Now, keeping in mind, does this fall within your budget? Does it align with your goals? I mean, it's not just like, oh, this will make me better. Let's buy it. But if you've done your research, you've evaluated your budget, and you're like, yeah, this actually makes a whole lot of sense, then don't feel bad for purchasing something. People get bashed all the time for saying, oh, you have the latest. Oh, you had to go get this. Oh, you had to go get that. Well, you know what? Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and everyone is living their own life. You also don't owe an explanation. If this is something that's truly going to improve your life in some capacity and you can afford it, then buy it. If you are evaluating a purchase and it's going to help you feel more organized, put together, or boost your confidence, this is another healthy evaluation of making a purchase. Now, the important thing that I want to point out here is that it's for you that you are feeling more put together for yourself and that you are feeling more confident in your own skin. So whether it's a new piece of furniture that allows you to organize things all neat and tidy, or it's a new pair of jeans that fit just right, or a new pair of shoes that just really help you feel amazing, organization and confidence are two things that can help to actually expedite and enhance your life and your goals. How much more do you get done when you feel organized? (laughs) Okay, yeah, same here. And how much more confidently do you speak at meetings, on the phone, or even just walk into work, knowing that you feel like you are put together? To me, what that means is you have invested in yourself. You've taken a little extra time for yourself. This isn't to impress anyone. This isn't to get in front of anyone's face. This isn't to like, hey, look at me, look what I've done. No, this is saying, I have taken care of myself and I feel really good today. And because I feel really good, I'm going to be really productive. 
It's such a positive chain reaction, and it's one that can come without explanation. If you're considering making a purchase, ask yourself if it adds value to your life. I want to infuse in here again that we are always trying to be budget conscious, right? So just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Just because you have the money doesn't mean that you have to go out and purchase something. But if you're finding, hey, my budget allows, and I know that this particular product or service is going to add value to my life, then again, that's another investment in you. Now, this might sound silly, but this is one of my favorites. I have paid a decent amount of money on my sheets and my blankets on my bed. And I know that sounds funny, but investing in something that really helps me to sleep better, it helps me to feel better. On Sundays, I snuggle all up in it and drink my coffee and it's like my special me time. Yeah, those sheets were kind of expensive, but every single day my life benefits from them. It's kind of the equivalent to buying one ply or two ply toilet paper. Okay, let's, I'm just going to throw that out there. And if people want to knock you for making purchases that better your life, then you know what, that's on them. That's way more about them. I've definitely had a handful of people be like, oh, you sleep with the fancy sheets. Oh, look at you. I'm like, girl, I sleep like a freaking queen in these sheets. And because I sleep better, I wake up better and because I wake up better, I'm stronger at work. And because I'm stronger at work, I mean, it goes on and on, right? So not to mention the fact that they just add tremendous value to my personal life. So if you've got something that adds value to your life, one, you don't need to explain it to anybody. And two, enjoy it because I'm going to guess that you have worked your ass off to be able to do that. And lastly, if you're making a purchase and it just makes you happy, and you just want to buy it because, I think that sometimes that's okay. For instance, sometimes that $5.99 frame at Marshall's, you just really love, and you want to decorate your house with it. Or you go to Office Max, and there's a whole set of folders that you're like, oh my gosh, I definitely have plenty of folders, but these bring me a lot of joy, and they're $9.99. Now, you absolutely have to be mindful, right? Because we don't want to slip into the slippery slope that we talked about earlier in this episode. But in my own personal opinion, I don't know that every single purchase needs justified every single time. If your bills are paid and your budget is situated, there's food on the table, there's clothes on your family's back, you're moving forward in life, then you know what? Buy the frames and buy the folders. You work really hard for your money and you have every right to infuse your life with things that improve your health, happiness, and efficiency and experiences that add value, longevity, and memories to your life. What serves one person or family may not be the same as someone else, but that does not make either one right or wrong. I want you to just be mindful of the way that you're spending, what you're investing your money on, and ultimately how it's going to affect your life. Join me this Thursday as we take our power back by being aware of our fears and identifying things that we should give up in order to be happy. Until then, follow the Gutsy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And for more Gutsy Insight, follow me personally at that Laura Aura. See you next time.